Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. We have a very prominent woman on the program today in a national capacity. We have Lucia Sviatkowski-Cannon, and she is co-chair nationally for the Polish Americans for Trump, a noted scholar and intellect. I'd like to tell you a little bit about her background. Dr. Lucia Sviatkowski-Cannon was the chairwoman of the Polish-American Advisory Council for the Trump-Pence presidential campaign in 2016. This is one of the most active coalition groups of the campaign. After the election, President Trump several times thanked Polish-Americans for their votes, which were important to his election in swing states. She also founded and chaired the Polish-American Advisory Committee for the Republican presidential campaigns in 2000 and 2012. Previously, Lucia Sviatkowski Cannon served on a foreign policy as a foreign policy advisor to Republican candidates for elective office. It's a great honor to have Lucia Sviatkowski Cannon on the Rusk Report blanketing 17 states and much of Canada. Let's first talk about President Trump and what he has accomplished here on this side of the Atlantic for Polish Americans in the United States. Uh, Dr. Sviatkowski Cannon. Thank you so much and good morning. Uh, I wanted to, I emphasized in the campaign this year that President Trump fulfilled his promises that he made to us in the last campaign in 2016. Uh, as you remember, there was a meeting with uh, Polish-American leaders in Chicago on 28th of September 2016, and uh, we talked about what are the key issues. And one thing that I emphasized was uh, the importance of NATO and the security relationship with the United States for Polish-Americans, especially in view of Russian invasion of uh, Georgia and uh, Ukraine. And President Trump agreed he criticized NATO for its shortcomings, but he realized its importance. And uh, Poland has the best relationship with the United States right now, uh, sort of a special relationship within NATO. 
Another issue that we emphasized was energy independence, because all of Eastern Europe is connected to Russia with pipelines that run east to west, and they were getting all their energy from Russia, and Russia was constantly blackmailing them, both uh, uh, politically and economically. So that was a big problem. And uh, President Trump supported politically. He gave a speech at the first conference of so-called Three Seas Initiative, which is an initiative of Central European countries to build pipelines north to south and not east to west. And basically they connect Szczecin to Croatia. Szczecin is on the border of Poland and Germany on the Baltic Sea going down to Croatia, and these are LNG ports, so Poland and all the other European countries are able to buy LNG on international markets, and especially in the United States, and this is thanks to shale gas revolution in the United States, and that gives them independence from Russia, Uh, and this is fantastic, and actually President Trump pledged about $1 billion dollars United States contribution to build out this energy infrastructure. And the the third thing, which was sort of perennial in Polish-American relations, was that Poland was not included in the visa waiver program. And as you know, there are 10 million uh, Polish-Americans here, and uh, they have not been able to invite the relatives from Poland to come here as tourists to visit families or to do business. So it was fantastic that, uh, you know, different American administrations were promising to take care of this problem, but they never did. And uh, President Trump did it within the first two years, and a lot of people are very grateful to it. So our slogan is that President Trump fulfilled his promises to the Polish-American community. Well, let's switch now to the other front, and now I'm talking about what President Trump has done for Poland. He has a very good relationship with President Duda. You and I were in the White House with 250 Americans of Polish descent nationally, former guests many times on this program, uh, Corey Lewandowski and Rita Cosby were on the show many times, and I was very happy to see that President Trump and President Duda only brought one person up from the audience, and that was Rita Cosby, whose uh, father uh, fought the Nazis uh, from the sewers in Warsaw, Poland. So let's now talk, uh, Dr. Lucia Swiatkowski-Cannon, about what President Trump has done for our homeland in Poland. Well, as I said, the most important thing is this special relationship with the United States in terms of security. And the most important uh, achievement in this area was the signing uh, of the Enhanced Defense Cooperation Agreement with Poland on 15th of August uh, 2020 which basically is a similar agreement as with all other NATO countries. And it sets the terms for the stationing of U.S. troops in Poland, which never happened before. 
so the, the most important component of this agreement was the transfer of what is called forward command headquarters of the Fifth Corps of U.S. Army to Poland. And this is U.S. headquarters. It was previously in Kentucky. And its job is to defend the whole eastern flank of NATO out of Poland. So previously, East European countries were became members of NATO in 1999. But in practice, there were no plans to defend them. There were no military plans. They were not integrated really in any way into NATO. It was just on paper. And it's really only under President Trump where there is this real integration going on, where the plans are being drawn up to defend Eastern Europe from Russia, and there are rotating U.S. troops, uh, infrastructure is being built up. The missile agreement that the Obama administration canceled was reactivated. There is a missile defense base in Poland and in Romania. Now this agreement was signed right now. Uh, President Trump increased the number of U.S. troops in uh, Poland to 5,500. They are building infrastructure for them for military exercises, for living arrangements, uh, all sorts of things. So uh, this is uh, very good. And uh, most importantly, it will also serve for the future. So right now the discussion in Washington is about withdrawing troops from Germany. For many reasons, of course, many people think that uh, President Trump is mad at Germany because they are not making the financial contribution to NATO, which was agreed to several years ago at the NATO summit, which is the 2% of their GDP. But there are many, many more reasons for that. And one of them is essentially the decentralization of NATO. The geopolitical situation changed. And it is no longer necessary to have U.S. troops in Germany when the front line moved to Eastern Europe. And now East European countries are members of NATO. So this is where the defense line should be. So there is a geopolitical reason for moving troops out of Germany. But there are many people who are wedded to the old system and uh, they want to keep it. So there is a great discussion on this right now. Very good. We're learning a, a great deal from a noted scholar who's been active with think tanks in the past. We're talking about Dr. Lucia Zwiatkowski-Cannon, who is uh, co-chair of Polish Americans for Trump nationally. If you're listening in uh, Buffalo, Long Island, northern Florida, or Washington, please drop a note to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio. 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. This station has received letters as far away as Scandinavia, New Zealand, with our 50,000 watts of clear channel power. A little note here, it's Polish-American Heritage Month. Spread the word. October is Polish-American Heritage Month, and there's no better way to share your Polish pride or get reacquainted with your heritage than by reading the Ampol Legal. News, historic, and cultural features from the Polish-American perspective can be delivered to your door each week for less than 60 cents. The Ampol Legal is offering a Heritage Month deal for new subscribers, just $14.95 for a six-month trial subscription. 
call 716-835-9454 and mention ESPN AM 1520. This special offer is good through November 1st. Get a subscription or send one to a friend. Please call 716-835-9454. I'd like to thank those who've called regarding our recent guests. Uh, famous author of Blitz, David Horowitz, Ken Abramowitz, who has the Save the Blog, Save the West blog internationally, and Rita Cosby of CBS Inside Edition. A little bit more about Dr. Lucia Zvaitkovsky Cannon. She's a strategist, author, and expert on Russia and Eastern Europe and U.S. East European relations. She has served as an advisor on reforms in Eastern Europe, Russia, and Central and Southeast Asia and has done consulting projects for the World Bank, Asian Development Bank, Deloitte & Touche Emerging Markets, Coopers & LeBrand, Booz Hamill, Allen Hamilton, KPMG, Barents, Investment Funds, and nonprofit organizations. A noted uh, scholar and intellect, she is the co-chair nationally in the United States for Polish Americans for uh, Trump. Uh, let's uh, talk a little bit more about U.S. Uh, troops in Poland. A lot of Polish Americans think that's where the Polish troops and bases should be in Poland because Poland is a great ally of the United States, plus they're right on the Russian border. And it's a tough situation because, as Ambassador Vernon Walters often said on this program, Poland suffers from poor geography. They don't have mountains and rivers to separate them from other countries. And over the centuries, they've been invaded countless times. Let's talk a little bit more about the need to have U.S. troops in Poland to protect them from Russia. They are definitely needed there, and you know it's not only a question of Poland, but also of the Baltic states. Uh, essentially, we have a situation where Russia invaded Ukraine, eastern Ukraine, and then later Crimea, of course. It also invaded Georgia in 2008, but sort of people didn't take it seriously. But once they invaded Ukraine, they, people realized that they are serious. Right now, we have a situation in Belarusia where Russia has uh, bases in Belarusia, and they are pressing Lukashenko, the leader of Belarusia, for full military integration with Russia. Right now, Lukashenko is in trouble with his own people. There are demonstrations every weekend against his rule. Right now, even though we do not hear as much about it because uh, so many people have been arrested, so many people run away from Belarusia to Poland and to Lithuania. And basically, Putin has Lukashenko in his hand because uh, he's depending on Putin to keep his power there. So uh, essentially, you have uh, military exercises, you have Russian threats, but also you have Russian subversion. You also have Russian information policy, which is against the United States and against the U.S. troops in Eastern Europe. They are doing everything possible to sow doubts about it in the minds of the people there. So I think the situation is very unstable, and especially in Belarusia. We don't know what will happen because uh, Putin will do everything to keep control of that country. 
Very good. Very good information. Um, I, we've had many prominent polls on this program, including Rita Cosby of CBS, Corey Lewandowski, and we had two former presidents of the Polish-American Congress, Edward Moskow, the late Edward Moskow and the late Aloysius Majewski have both been on this program, which is hailed from Buffalo, New York, to 17 states and half of Canada for the last uh, three decades. Let's talk about the importance for energy security, what President Trump is doing for energy security in the United States, helping Polish Americans here, and energy security for our homeland of Poland. Lucia Swiatkowski Cannon. So uh, here, President Trump is a great supporter of what is called the energy fracking uh, revolution in the United States. And you can see it, of course, in Texas. You can see it in Pennsylvania. It is very important. And uh, in some of the other states, United States became the biggest producer of natural gas in the world. There was simply incredible amount of gas and it was quite inexpensive so what it became sort of a problem what to do with it and obviously one place to do is to sell it to europe which is very wealthy and it is um, becoming more and more dependent on russia for its gas needs europe used to have its own energy resources in norway and in holland it also buys gas from north africa but basically, these resources were depleted right now. They are at the end. So Germany is building a pipeline. It already built one pipeline. It is building another one, which is called Nord Stream 2. And it is to buy very, very large amounts of natural gas from Russia. Germany wants to make Germany the hub of distribution of Russian gas throughout Europe. The problem is that Europe will become more and more dependent on Russia and will become subject of blackmail just as Eastern Europe used to be, both politically and economically. So so this is not in the United States' interest. United States is involved in Europe in order to keep it independent. That's number one. But another issue, and this is related to monies uh, contributed to NATO, is that Germany and other European countries are paying billions and billions and billions of dollars to Russia for the natural gas, which, of course, they use in order to uh, arm themselves. And uh, they, uh, in the meantime, Germany is not contributing anything to their defense. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. The United States has all this gas to sell, and it cannot sell it. So for political reasons, military reasons, and economic reasons, it makes sense to buy gas from the United States, from other independent sources, and not from Russia. So... uh, As I said, first of all, President Trump is supporting initiatives in Eastern Europe to build up pipeline infrastructure to make Eastern Europe independent from Russia. But the other important issue is, is of course, Germany, the economic powerhouse of Europe and and really a powerhouse in the world, to prevent them from bringing this gas and this Russian gas and distributing it all over Europe. So President Trump established sanctions against 
Nord Stream 2 pipeline. These are against all companies that are involved either in construction or financing of this pipeline. As a result of it, most of the uh, companies that were involved in it dropped out, but the Russian companies took up the mantle and they still have enough money in order to do it. So there is a struggle going on over there which hasn't been quite resolved yet. Recently, there was some wavering on this issue because of poisoning of um, Mr. Navalny, the dissident from Russia who was uh, poisoned, it appears, by the Russian authorities. But recently, Angela Merkel, the Chancellor of Germany, reiterated her support for Nord Stream 2. So essentially, uh, Germany is rooting for the defeat of President Trump in the election because they want to carry on their project the way they did. And uh, as far as uh, the United States is concerned, they are working in Russia against United States and against other countries in Europe in general. This uh, very much uh, proves the fact that President Trump is not in the hands of Putin, that he uh, is putting uh, these different sanctions on uh, Russian oil and gas and energy matters. Um, Also, when we were fighting uh, over the Ukrainian land taken by the Russians, the Obama administration gave blankets and President Trump gave arms. So uh, I think there's a lot of nonsense in the national press on this. Our our guest is Dr. Lucia Tsvetkovsky-Cannon. She is the co-chair nationally in the United States for Polish Americans for Trump, and there are 10 million, uh, 1 million in New York State. And we're learning a great deal, a woman of great intelligence and uh, research background. If you're listening in Chicago, or Buffalo, or Washington, drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you and our Canadian and European listeners, too. Please write to Brian Rusk, Rusk Report, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet cards and letters from our Canadian in European listeners. A little bit more about Dr. Lucia Tsvetkovsky-Cannon. Previously, she worked for a number of Washington foreign policy think tanks, including 17 years as adjunct fellow at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Uh, Dr. Lucia Tsvetkovsky-Cannon has published numerous articles and book chapters in professional journals and newspapers such as the Financial Times, Wall Street Journal, Reuters, Privatization International, and others. And we were, I was in the White House with her, with uh, James Lavitsky, president of the Polish-American Congress in Western New York, at a historic meeting with 250 Polish-American leaders with both Presidents Trump and President Duda, and they have a unique friendship and a wonderful relationship. And one thing that was pushed for 10 years was the visa waiver program, and now you don't need to have a visa to go to Poland. Let's talk about the visa waiver program and the success President Trump enacted with this. Uh, Dr. Lucia? Cannon. Yes, I think that this, this was a great irritant uh, in Polish-American relations because, you know, Polonia here is so numerous. And by the way, do you know that 
Poland had the greatest rate of immigration in the world, except for Lebanon. So it shows you that Poland was under such great political stress because of the oppression by Russia in the 19th century and then, of course, World War II. So there are so many people here from uh, from Poland, and they all have, even in the third generation, they still have relatives in the United States, and even if they don't, they want to go there, they want to bring friends. And also there is an uh, increasing, again, supported by President Trump, economic relationship with the United States. United States is one of the biggest investors in Poland, some of it directly from the United States and partly through um, affiliates of American corporations in Europe, which are registered in Luxembourg. And these are generally big American banks, and they all have their service centers in Poland. There is also a huge uh, American-owned, what is called Aviation Alley, which is a center that builds Black Hawk helicopters, in Poland, mm-hmm. that builds parts uh, for many different planes, electronic systems, all sorts of stuff. So uh, there is very big business, and of course, uh, the Polish companies are also interested in selling their wares in the United States. They are very much interested in participating in high technology projects in Silicon Valley. There is a Polish club in Silicon Valley, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I even have a cousin who lives in Silicon Valley who sold several of their of his medical equipment um, patents to Metronic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is a big con- Polish contingent there. And, you know, uh, Poland is very good in mathematics because of long-term scholarly traditions. So there are many Poles involved in uh, computer programming, in uh, data management, also of projects like that. So this was, uh, you know, really necessary. But if I could go back to NATO, sure. I just wanted to say something about Joe Biden's position on NATO. Please do. As, because, as you know, this came up in the town ABC mm, town the, hall yeah. that he mm-hmm. had in Philadelphia last week. And there is a lot of talk in Poland about it because he compared Poland and Hungary to Belarusia and to other totalitarian states that apparently are being embraced by Mm -hmm. uh, President Trump, he says. And I wanted to emphasize how, how wrong it is, because Poland and Hungary are countries that are members of NATO and the European Union that have, you know, fully functioning democracies. And Belarusia, of course, is a dictatorship which is largely under control of Russia. And, uh, but uh, even more than that, how incongruous it is. I mean, Poland was a leader in a fight of, for freedom from communism with, with its revolutionary trade union solidarity. Right. And it is a leader now in the Western assistance for the Belarusian dissidents who want to make their own country more like Poland a country of freedom and, and democracy in the, in the eyes of all these post-Soviet states that are trying to, you know, liberate themselves from the Russian grip. So, basically, it, it's completely uh, wrong comparison. Yeah, and I'm sorry we have to bring the program to a close. 
I'm, I'm sorry. We learned so much from a great intellect and author. Our guest has been Dr. Lucia Svyatkovsky-Cannon, co-chair nationally for Polish Americans for Trump. Special thanks to our director of production for the last 15 years, Kevin Carr. And thank you for teaching us so much about Polish American support for Donald J. Trump. Thanks so much and have a great week. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.